0: 220 the Cantina MX Podcast. I'm here with Joel on a Saturday. Cruz Azul is playing Morelia. How's it going, Joel?
1: Greetings, cheekies. Uh yeah, enjoying the Cruz Azul game. Uh and what's going on with Veracruz.
0: Uh yes. So I guess that's going to be the main dis- the main points of discussion. It's going to be the whole Veracruz goings-on.
1: It so is. It is indeed.
0: I guess I'll give... I'll, I'll give it
1: like is. In, in You'll give a what?
0: I'll, I'll give a, like a recap of what's going on, and then you can expand, I guess. For yeah.
1: Everyone.
0: Everyone's probably already knows, but yesterday Veracruz was set to play Tigres at home. They are having problems of not getting paid, and their, their question was if they were going to go out and play that game. And then I guess the uh, the players' union or the players' association was going to unite, and uh, but they ended up going out, and Veracruz did not play. Uh, the, the game started, but they just they, the Veracruz just, players just stood there. No,
1: chiquis, they switched it. The chiquis, you're you're what you're. Uh... They switched their 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 protest. Well, yeah, the original protest was like, we're not going to show up. And then the league told the players that if they did not, you know, they were going to take some type of action. So there was pressure from the league. So then the players, was they switched that up and they said, okay, we're going to play, but we're going to do like a three-minute a three-minute, uh, you know, when the game starts, we're not to protest. gonna yeah, right?
2: going to protest yeah, we're not gonna do
1: anything for three minutes. Yes, yes. There we go, cheekies. And okay. then what happened?
0: Well, and also, like in addition to what you're saying, didn't uh, Liga MX pay the players? They came to an agreement
2: to pay those those players a certain amount. Am I correct on that? Well, the league. Uh,
1: the league is gonna be paying them some money yeah uh but you know uh what would make this this situation even bigger was that tigres scored two goals in those three minutes, oh, yeah, and, and that, so yeah. the whole community the whole league MX community has been attacking tigres and uh the there's there's two two stories come out of the tigres camp. The first one was that told him that the process was going to be only one minute long, not three minutes. And the second was that, uh, that Tuca gave the order from the bench to uh, play ball. Actually, so who knows? Who knows?
0: Well, uh, Guido Pizarro, he came out and said after the game that because I think, I believe he's the Tigres captain. He told he talked with the Veracruz captain, and they discussed not playing for. <laughs> excuse me, for three minutes. Uh, Pissarro said, "No, we're only not we're only gonna not play for one minute." And Veracruz just said, "Okay, well, you do what you want. We're only we're not gonna play for three minutes." And uh, and so they went out in the field, and nobody else knew. Only the Veracruz captain, Pissarro, said that that the other players in Veracruz didn't know. That only after one minute tigres was going to start to play, and so it was the response he said it was the responsibility of the Veracruz captain to let his players know that veracruz that tigres is not gonna they didn't want to do those three minutes they only did, wanted to do one minute, so a lot of the Veracruz players were surprised, and uh after one minute apparently tigres you know started playing and then they and then they scored those two goals, pretty much chief shot goals while Veracruz was just standing around. So that's what Guido and was one obviously. of
1: said. Yeah, and one of those calls was um, it was Gignac's 100th league call. So that even added more to the controversy.
0: Yeah, I put an asterisk on that. And then uh, apparently the video of uh, at first I thought that video of Gignac, uh, Gignac was an old one, but at half they had a video of him leaving the leaving the you know, going to the locker rooms and complaining and, like, telling off people saying that, that Veracruz should go to second division. That Just forget those guys, you know. So there's, like, some bad blood with uh, Gignac because everyone was complaining about them uh, and what he did. And then, of course, after the game... Yes. The well,
1: technically, them. they should be. They should be in second division, Chinkies, and... uh We're going to talk a a little bit of why they're not, and uh, a lot of it has Mm. to do with Veracruz's owner, Fidel Curi, so probably a lot of you guys have been hearing his name, and this guy's a straight-up gangster, explaining our intro song. That one went out for Curi. He said, (laughs) gee, when you hear the stuff he's done, and not only what he's done but what he keeps getting away with.
0: And without Chigues, señor, an echo with that, gonna, with that I'm gonna introduce uh I guess Jaime and Ron. Ron I think might be a, a uh apologist to a certain extent. Hey but, someone, well, someone I, uh,
1: has something on I could hear an echo.
0: Oh that's probably me. I'm uh, I'm at work. I just wanna say what's up to you guys. Hey man.
1: Hey what's up, Jaime. Aquino mas.
0: Enjoying the work day.
2: I think uh,
0: so much crazy shit happened. That's like we got you guys better talk about it, man. The cruise thing, you got like uh, the international break, and
2: there was something else that was going on. Opelas oh, well, and all that shit.
1: Well, the other because you know it's it's a gangster episode right here, uh, Jaime, and we did have the whole Sinaloa thing, oh, which made us yes. Dorados. The Orlando's Atlantic game had to be suspended. It was a Copa MX game.
0: That's crazy. Sinaloa
1: was on lockdown. There was some... Except, for the,
0: except for the tamales guy. He was
1: still selling so tamales.
0: <laughs> oh, and there's some controversy on the goalkeeper who uh, posted an Instagram story, sort of like making a meme out of the shootings and stuff. You know,
1: yeah, and then he said he was hacked.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Dorado's made discipline that dude a little. It's all kinds of all kinds of gangster stuff, but I might say I must say that like the the interview that Picante had with Fidel Curi, he didn't look no, he didn't look like no gangster man. He had like a nervous facial twitch, and he looked uh, like pretty, pretty sort of uh, like sad Yeah. Man. Well, nasty. I mean,
1: it's 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 coming down on him. That's Hello? all Hey, Ron. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Julie. Well, I, I'm just gonna, just before uh, we bring in Ron, it, to me right now, Cody is like Nicky Santoro from the movie Casino. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Joe Pesci's character. He's, he's, you know, losing all this money, but. I mean, he's obviously with Cody, I mean, you know, we, we know
2: that, you know, obviously he's
3: a politician and he had, you know, um, and obviously, you know, these had controversies like, you know, the one that, um, a construction company and apparently you know yes. he wasn't you know, his company wasn't you know fulfilling all the all the uh you know the the the, the roads. Like yeah and stuff like that you know but um i mean i honestly i i, I think it's a, it's a little bit you know over you know you know some you know i've heard some you know you know reporters and stuff like that you know refer to him as a gangster and this and that. And I just think that that's kind of like not, you know, it's not, it's dishonest because I mean, obviously he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been, you know, indicted or charged of, you know, any, any of that, you know, obviously you can make a case, you know, about his political dealings and, you know, how, you know, perhaps he's, you know, favored, you know, uh, you know, his companies through his connections, you know, through his networks and stuff like that, you know, but until you're charged like, Hey, i said you know call it what it is but having said that there's one thing that that i that i've noticed with cordy that i that i don't notice with a lot of other other you know uh ownership groups and one of the things that i've noticed with cordy is this when there's a scandal he's front and center and he and he deals with it head on sometimes he may say stupid things may you know sometimes you know you know stuff like that. And like, for example, like last night and, you know, and, and even on other occasions, he says, look, I, I don't want to speak right now. Cause look, I'm right now I, I, I'm not, you know, I want to speak when I'm cooler. I want to let, you know, cool heads prevail. Cause right now I'm, you know, like I'm pissed. I, I don't really want to say anything that, you know, may be taken out of context, but the guy, you know, every, every, every scandal, whatever he's, you know, he's right there front and center, you know, trying to, trying to mitigate the, you know, the, 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 the disaster or the, or the damage. That can't be said with other ownership groups, you know, uh, that I've seen in the past. Even even with Cruz Azul, you know, when you know when you know, like for example, the stuff that's going on within, you know, w- within the Cruz Azul, you know, ownership group and stuff like that. That's not something that just started this year. That that's been going on for a long time, and stuff like that. And like, who's the owner here? Or even in Puebla, you know, who was the ownership group between you know the the the, the people that were you know associated with Bernat and. You know, uh, and, and then, you know, the, the newer ownership group, you know, going to jail and stuff like that. So, I, you know, what, I saw the, uh, the, you know, I was watching on Fox, um, with, uh, what's her name? Marion uh, Reimers or whatever, and they were interviewing the old previous, um owner of Cruz, French, French, uh, uh, the Veracruz franchise. He's a vet. He's a uh, Rafael Rodriguez or something like that, right? Well, you know, Guri basically said that, you know, he was you know, he was uh you know, paying due uh uh paying uh, loans and debts that stem back fifteen or fourteen years. And I, I think that's interesting because I, I don't think that that he would just, you know, just say that out of thin air. There there has to be some sort of reason and I wouldn't put it past, you know, Liga MX, you know, to to basically do that to Guri to, to and stuff like that. Um because do you remember? Do you remember years back? I uh, you know uh, with the whole debt thing with uh, Alejandro Burillo and Grupo Pegaso and all that type of stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I I see similarities with that.
1: With they with- they uh well just just really briefly uh yeah they owned money and, and and Burillo Alejandro he owned Atlante. He owned and Atlante the- and he and- owned after. The Pegasus Training Center, which became the the National Teams Training Center right now,
3: exactly, and stuff like that. So it's like it's like let's not pretend that the Liga MX hasn't showed favoritism with one, you know, with different ownership groups. And I don't think and I don't think that you know, Couty's wrong in the saying that hey, he's like the bad guy in the movie, and that you know, there's certain people that want to see him gone. Yeah, and stuff and stuff like that, but it's, it's like. I mean, is is his group doing anything that, like for example, that Grupo Pachuca or Grupo Orlegi haven't done in terms of political, you know, connections and? and oh no, and, no, no, of course not. Now, granted, no. granted, granted. You know, he does need to get his finances in, in 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 order. But I think it would be interesting to see, you know, and I'd like to see documentation to see if if what Goody is saying about you know having to pay for previous you know uh, debts. That, you know, pertains to, you know, to the previous ownership group, you know, and stuff like that, because that, that I mean, that would be interesting to, to I mean, that, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting story. And stuff like that,
0: you know, I think he's just he just highlighted and, 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 and he has a negative light about him just because of his interactions with the press, like calling that guy, like that guy from Puebla, uh, like the, you know, that he doesn't have any webbles. And, uh, and and <laughs> and yelling at, yelling at the at that uh, what's that ref, that ref yeah, Colisar, yelling in his face. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, well, he yeah. was
1: fined. He was fined for that, oh, and on. he was banned. Oh, and, he and then, the whoa, hold, hold on, Ron. And then, yeah. while he was banned, he went into a stadium drunk, and he tried to assault like <laughs> That's what he, so he does stuff crazy like stuff, that right? and not paying yeah. the
3: players.
2: Well, the thing about it, he said he was done and stuff like that. Like, okay. Oh your audio messed up. Yeah, it looks funny. Or even worse, you know, something I mean that guy's actually an actual criminal, you know?
0: Uh who, you know, who's Rafael, an you an know actual Carlos criminal?
1: Omar. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, we didn't hear who you said was a criminal or who you're talking about.
1: I think he said Carlos Omala. Yeah, can you guys hear me? I could hear you now. Okay. You were talking about Almada? Yeah.
0: His I think his issues like he said in Picante is just that uh the finances he said from fourteen years earlier. Since fourteen years ago, uh Veracruz has been in financial troubles and I guess accumulating debt that whole time. So now he's like in, in huge trouble. He's hasn't paid since yeah. August the players.
1: Well I mean this team this is the other thing about this team is that He's been using the team for his you know to push his politics, so he was he had threatened to move the team from veracruz if if uh Bree didn't win, and then they didn't, but he still left the team, and then um they had some slogans in Veracruz saying, Veracruz as the primera," sort of also alluding to having a a team in first division. And this was was gonna happen last season if they didn't pay the fine and then said that it was the the government that paid it, not Goody. And the big reason was just to keep it because it's sort of it could be like a talking point of, you know, they can't even they don't even have a team here. You know, like you yeah. voted these people in and they can't even get you a uh which is like a big deal over there.
0: quick update. Vera uh just scored so they're tied 2-2 with Morning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but my uh
0: my whole take and I've already stated it. Or go ahead, Frank.
2: Yeah. Hello?
0: Oh, yeah, just let me let me give my yes. quick take on the uh on on what I what I think Tigre should have done or shouldn't have done. I I agree with saying sort of to an extent like if they wanted to play only one minute or if they wanted to start play after one minute of protest then that's fine but you don't go and like sucker punch somebody like if they're not playing how are you going to feel like scoring a goal when people are just standing around. That doesn't take skill or, or any type of yeah even though those 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 goals were sort of far away so they, you had to have some type of accuracy. But, <laughs> but uh like scoring two goals and taking cheap shots on that, that's sort of that's sort of messed up and you can't be happy about that. And I think Geniac Yaku has pride that's Ron's background. Line, I think. Okay. You got something in the background or something. Oh, uh, but yeah, like you, you can't be proud of scoring, uh, you know that type of goal, and then when you're called out on it, you get all prideful, like Gignac, and like start insulting, and then when they start clapping in your face sarcastically, you know, then you get all you get all hurt feelings and everything. So I think the Tigres does deserve what the uh, the criticism they have, but I guess there also is a, a rule. Because during the at the beginning of the Cruz Azul uh, Morelia game, they did the same thing, neither of the teams played. But the ref sort of went to the center, went to the players, and said, Hey, you only have one minute. And I think on Picante, they talked about the rule. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it stated, but there is a rule where the ref has the right to stop the game if the players are, you know, not are doing something to that extent, like not playing.
3: Here's, you know, my, my take is this. And if there's the one thing that's evident, especially in Veracruz and especially at the Pirata Fuente Stadium is, you know, you have to, you know, you, you have to defend yourself at all times because, you know, you can get, you know, a cheap shot, you know, thrown at you from anywhere, from a window, you know, like Faisal on
2: you know. Pirata Fuente for you right there, dude. Someone peeking out the window. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys see did you guys see uh, return to the uh
3: to the site uh of where he got hit by uh to the scene of the crime I,
1: I saw the saw a scene? picture? <laughs> What's that? I saw a picture but I didn't know it was recent.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was over there. i d I didn't see pictures of I just saw that one picture I tweeted of like a fan, I guess took a picture of
1: Yeah, that's the one I saw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He had his fist, like ready to. No,
3: but yeah, you're, you're right. Look, one minute, two minutes, five minutes. You know they waste more time than that, and 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 stop. You know, injuries or fake injuries, or you know, arguing with the ref and stuff like that. So, I I understand that Tigres has you know, they you know they have you know their responsibilities and they have to do what they need to do. You know. In terms of, uh, in terms of you know winning the game, but you know it's like I, I thought the, the the captain's response and at the presser last night was just pathetic. Whether it's whether it's one minute or two minutes, what, what's what's another two minutes? Of, you know, showing solidarity. It didn't cost them anything, and I, I just thought that was just pathetic. You know, I, I just thought that was a very pathetic and and stuff like that. And like he's saying, like hey, don't blame us for the situation, and no one is. And no one is blaming them for the situation that Veracruz is in. That's not the issue. That was not the issue. And that was, and that is not the criticism. The criticism is that they should have been, they should have, you know, shown solidarity with, with their other colleagues, you know, the other, you know, the other, uh, soccer players in, in the league. Because like I said, you know, you know, th- today it's Veracruz. Tomorrow it could be Tijuana. Or it could be Santos. Well, Santos was in you know in that boat you know not too long ago you know too after you know Corona uh,
2: after Grupo what's name uh, Modelo you know basically cut the funding you know. You guys remember that? I yeah I
1: forgot
2: about that Grupo Modelo funding stuff. Yeah, so it's like so it's like you know these a,
3: a lot of you know it's like Grupo Modelo Pachuca you know uh, what's name Tigres, and stuff like that. you know going back from the nineties and even in, sometimes in the in the two thousands. Some of these clubs were, were also struggling, you know, with their administration and their finances and stuff like that, you know?
1: They were, they were around, but, but the amount of time that the players in Veracruz <laughs> have gone without money is is just too much. Well, yeah, I think that's but, where Kuti has, has already saying? overstepped his boundary there. Just, what are you saying that he that he
3: only owes August and September, right? Which sucks. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but then, you know, you have Salcido saying, you know what? What, you know, it's that you know, six, seven months. So what, what is it? You know, which is it?
1: I don't believe Cody. (laughs) I'll be honest. I don't believe him. I mean, I, do you remember Salcido
2: on Football Picante a couple months back? Yeah. He sure seemed very,
1: you know, you know, protective of Cody. He was. He was. Yeah.
2: You know?
3: So maybe maybe Salcido, maybe you know, obviously you can't
1: I, I don't trust Salcido either. Uh he's always been one of the guys that he looks out for himself. He he pretty much uh he was the one involved when, when Bella got suspended. Yeah, I know. He I never know. and he never spoke out against that, you know, even though he was at that party. As, okay. And then at Chivas too he did the same when when he knew he had to leave and he leaves throwing cheap shots at Cardozo. Yeah. You know, so he, he kind of gives me that type of personality where he, he's also no, looking out for himself.
3: One was that interview in Football Picante when he was, you know, kind of protecting Cody
1: and it was There's, trying to. You know, like, yeah. Well, he, you know what? Also, but, but also to add to that, because he was also blamed. For the JJ Macias for uh-huh. getting him out as a team, and he denied that. He was saying that he said the opposite. Yeah, I know,
3: I know. But what that's but that but like my point is this: it's like who's talking like a it month to, or two ago, maybe. Yeah, before the league started. I mean, before the league started, that's yeah, he was on Picante and stuff like that, and he was like, you know, trying to you know being dismissive of Faye, you know, Faye uh, David Fyfeksen and and the other people. Is their questions about you know? About the finances, about the administration, about the you know stuff like that. So you know, now granted, what, what I'm saying is like, who's telling the truth? Is it Guiri? Is it is he saying that hey, I I only owe you know uh, you know a September, uh, August and September, or is it the player you know Salcido saying no, it's six six seven months. Huh. I, I, all I know is that one you know you know Salcido saying one thing, is' saying another. And stuff like that. I don't know who's telling the truth. I mean, I know that you know. Hey, you know, Gudi Kuti ultimately
1: has to pay, and, and, and he knows that. You know? But yeah, but well, just- Ron, I I think for the players to do something as drastic, like, like start making it a big, big noise, uh, yeah. I do feel it's been more than two months. You know. And and uh, yeah, I think it's been more than two months there. But but I want to mention something else. And that's, uh, where's the players union? That, no, well, question, question. How much do you think, how much do you think
2: the fact that they're undefeated and they're going on a record, obviously, obviously, you know, this, this, what do yeah, you call that's it? True. You know, obviously that's putting a lot of pressure on the players and stuff
3: like that. And, and obviously, you know, a
2: lot of them, you know,
3: Are frustrated and rightly
2: so, and they're, and they're well within their rights to be frustrated and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yes. But like I said, there's the player side, there's the
3: ownership side, and then there's the actual truth. And I said, like, and I said, you know, I, I, I would like to, you know, get more clarification. One on the debts that apparently, you know, uh, the disownership, you know, incurred from previous, you know, from previous uh, ownership groups, and see, you know, because uh, are those legit debts? Are they legitimate? Who's were they and stuff like that? It's, you know, I mean, shit. I mean, in, in this country, you know, like, you know, when someone says, "Hey, you owe something," you have to verify. You know what I mean? That that it's shared debt and your responsibility to pay it. So that's kind of like one. That's point for me. That's point number one. Is it true? And if it's true. How much and why did it go fourteen years? Because Scooty took over when in tw- in twenty uh in twenty thirteen if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, right around that time. So so
2: they yeah. So,
3: so yeah, I, I'd like to know that, and then and then obviously you know in terms of the, the players, I also want you know you know who's who's actually you know. Is it the two months or is it the six, seven months? Because I know that makes a difference. Getting not getting paid in you know in almost half a year sucks, you know.
1: Yeah, but and the players union. Uh, yeah. We had uh, Rafa Marquez, you know, he was a big promoter of that. Yeah. And now where is he? What happened? What? Yeah. This is where we need you, man, and he's he's I know. he just left a bad signal. He left the red phone. And it's, he's, you know, he's not Sorry. answering it. He's not answering the call. Here, here's my, here's
3: my beef. Th- this little miscommunication between Tigres and Veracruz should have never even happened. You know why? Because Alvaro Ortiz, the president of the, uh, of the Players Association, should have been, should have, should have been the one to contact, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the, the Tigres front, you know, the, the player representing, uh, Tigres and say, Hey, you know but you, you know uh, what do you call it uh Venacruz is going to do this you guys better get in line rank and file you know what i mean
2: yeah so so yeah from, from my, for my and keep in mind you know this Jody
3: i've always been against the the, the players union because you know uh i've always think that they should you know and and i say this because i i think that the unions like for example the the, the athletes unions here in the US and stuff like that have become too strong and it's like they have their own motives the players have their own, you know, agendas and then the, obviously the ownerships have their own agendas. So I've always been fearful of the, of the agendas that the labor, the sports, you know, uh, players genes can get. And especially, you know, over there in South America, you know, they would, they would, you know, uh, they would, you know, hold up the league or do this or do that for just yes, even the smallest minor offense, you know.
1: So, yeah, well, hold up the league. You, you said it there, Ron, that, that's what they should have done. Uh, didn't that happen with the arbitros when they, they, uh, you know, and I think it was on Bobby Coody, And that's, yeah. that's when they, they, uh, you know, the referee said they weren't going to, they put a stop.
2: Uh huh. Now, now here, here's the thing though. You know,
1: If Cootie is
3: is telling the truth and saying that, hey, I'm having to pay debts that didn't pertain to me. And it's like, at at this point, you're thinking, uh, you're thinking the league, you know what, pay your players first, come to me later. Or even
2: just forget the debt, you know, because it's, it's it's like, you really think the league, you really think the league needs that?
1: You know? Yeah it's looked it's made the whole league look bad uh including Bonilla the league yeah. president worldwide it has
0: like i'm a, i'm reading an article on deadspin about it <laughs> What's that? i'm reading an article on deadspin about it so it's making it it's making the the rounds worldwide uh
2: uh-huh. but but i think i think all the i think the the conversation that no one's having that needs to have that, that needs to you know, it, you know uh, people need to have about this whole issue is not whether whether forty or that administration has problems with finances or stuff like that. I think the real conversation here and what should come from this is that I think it's time that that, that this should be revenue sharing and that the contracts. And, and stuff like that. The TV contracts have to, have to change in Mexico. You know, I, I think, I, I think, you know, for, for far too long, I think, you know, the different ownerships have, have been, you know, short-sighted in this. And and it's like, thinking in that term, I think they need to look, you know, more towards like, for example, you know, the NFL or, you know, these other leagues here in the U.S. and stuff like that, in terms of the TV contracts and the revenue sure. sharing, because if you had that, we wouldn't even have, have this conversation today. More or at least, I shouldn't say that. I should say that the, the probability of having this conversation probably would be, know, probably would be having it. And stuff like that. Because I, I, I mean, uh, these, you know, the 18 team or 19 team, whatever. It's like, at the end of the day, they sh- they, they, they all need, you know, to help each other out. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you can't have, you know,
1: a, a, a group of SEMICs, you can kind of have a group of fans uh, well, group Yeah, of well, I mean, it's it's something we talked about, Ron. Uh, you know, and and this is why the league should be less teams. Can't have clubs like Jaguares, Alvaracruz, Globus BUAP. They can't even afford to be in first division. They don't have the finances, the resources, none of the above. They're just. Hoping to make some money off of, but, but off here's, of the thing. here's the thing. I
2: mean, you see what MLS tries to do with their their, their different markets that they want to grow. It's like they're it's like yeah, please come. You know, they want these different new ownership come and they try to come together, and they say, "Okay, look." You, you, you need to come with this, you need to come with this, you need to come with this, you to come with this, 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 this that. do you really see that? Do you really see that in, in League MX? You don't. And it's, No. And, and, and they should, I mean, it's in their interest to do, de- it's in that League MX interest to develop, into, to basically try to develop every market, every market, whether it's a baseball market or, 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 or you know, or not. You know, they just, you know, it's like you, just, you can't treat these outside ownership groups and stuff like that, you know, uh, you know, and, and basically, you know, make it tougher for them. You know, we, you know, we we understand that there's, you know, factions within, you know, League. That's, that, that stuff has to end. You know? Your audio's... And I, and, I, and I said, you can't stuff like that, you know, the days that, you know, we're always having and stuff like that And that should come to an end I, it, They need to I think they need to start working With this collectively And look, and look out for the, for the interest Not just of you know, like, you know The team They need to look out for the, the overall interest Of the entire league And I think that's And I think that I, I don't think that They're doing that I,
0: You know I mean, they, I mean They are
2: to an extent But ultimately Where it really really matters That's 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 how you're going to grow The, uh, the league and make sure that it's healthy and stuff. But making sure that you know all—not just a couple, but all teams—have you know have you know proper financing. Uh, you know, the books are you know are good. Uh, you know, the revenues are you know, are split you know amongst the you know the, the first division teams, and also helping them grow every market. You know, try to try to really foment a market. But, like I, I also think that there's, you know, we're going to see soon, I think, you know, is what you're going to have foreign ownership. I think that's also going to be a, um, one of the ways to remedy the situation of, you know, of, of, of making sure that you have, you know, stronger, healthier, you know, uh, franchise, you know, through foreign, foreign ownership groups. More, more likely,
1: so they're probably going to come from the U.S. you know. Well, that's, that's where like the league's cup comes in yeah. and, and this connection with MLS, which is something we've talked about, uh, we've been talking about for a while right here. And I know a lot of Liga MX fans don't like it, but it's just the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you have a team like Veracruz and they're employing players like Salcido with all due respect, but he's just, He's not at that level anymore. And a few others. You know, it's the team that doesn't offer much and, and is going on to almost the 40, they're close to hitting the 40-game mark, which is like, it's going to be a worldwide record, I think. Because I think the, the most games, at least in Latin America, South America, was about 38, 38 games. Uh, winless streak and, and, um, the crew's about to hit that big 40 mark, uh, if they didn't already. So, I mean, when you have the league, when you have teams from the league here investing massive amounts of money and, and building pretty exciting teams, I know it's not a lot of them, like of all, all the MLS, you could probably single out four clubs. But if if you're doing uh like a league's cup or like a mixed cup, you don't need that many teams. You could just, you know, those four or five teams can make a difference. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: it's not just a, it's not just incompetence on Cody's part, though, man. It's the league's part. It's the league. Like Bonilla made a fool out of himself also. The league's making a fool out of themselves. They need to be better, like, hands-on on, on their clubs and make sure that everything's getting done. Cody's, Cody's main, one of the main mistakes he made was, was blaming and feeling sorry for the fans because of the players not playing. And he's, he's he was on that interview blaming the players instead of himself. And the players would have, wouldn't have protested if they uh, or made a fool. He even said they made a fool out of themselves. Or they, they made them. They, uh, they were ridiculous out there. But the only reason why they did that protest and they got two goals scored on them were because you know they're not getting paid, and that goes back to Cootie. So the whole root of the problem is Cootie and not get, and not paying the players. Question, and then question. you can go deeper to that You can go deeper to that and say that the, the league and Bonilla, they aren't verifying their teams are properly financed and doing everything correctly.
2: For, for, me, for you, what's more, what's more embarrassing? What's going on in Veracruz, team that you know, is, is a bottom league? You know, they're a bottom league, you know? Or what's going on with Cruz Azul? For me, what makes the league look more amateurish in bush league is what's going on with Cruz Azul and their ownership. What? Then, then, then what's going on, you know, with, uh,
1: with, uh, with the better yeah. course? Well, well, because they aired the 30 laundry. You know? Yeah. It and, was and just time to do that.
2: And then is like, well, well, we don't recognize, uh, we're going to let them handle it and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, now that you maybe, you know, probably don't want to pick sides. You picked the wrong horse, you know, it, it could come back and, you know, like in the end. But yeah. Like Chiki said, it's like Beto said, it's like you need to fit your organizations and your clubs a little better. Who's the actual, you know, who owns the club? Who are the you
1: know, board members and stuff like that? Ah, uh, like, well, I mean, if, it, if that happened wrong, half the clubs would disappear. Uh, you know, because it is. Uh, you know, in Mexico, the clubs are used. To, For laundering money or for, you know, (laughs) different.
2: The different ownership groups that, you know, off the top of my head that I can remember. León, Querétaro, what do you call it, León, Querétaro, Santos at one point, Um, Puebla, and stuff like that, and that, and and and, then, and now, now, well, those were actual ownership, like different ownership, Now, in terms of different board members, like you within know, the same company, right now, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't think it's a, it's, a, it's a situation that plagues the entire league, and stuff like that. It usually affects the, you know, the more bottom of the team. That, but you know, to, to, to be in that, you know, to be in that sort of scandal, I think that's what really. You know, damages the damage of the league a lot worse. And what's going on with Kui. Again, you know, they're they're a bottom feeding team. You don't expect much from them, and it's unfortunate because I mean, they are a, they are a historic historic team, and you know, they don't deserve. You know, their fan base don't you know, doesn't they don't deserve you know that type of you know those type of humiliations and stuff like that. But this you know this, with the the thing with Greta goes goes back decades. You know. It's changed, you know, ownerships, you know, different times, different owners, you know, the state, this, that, the other. But, again, that's to be expected from a team that uh, doesn't have the financial resources of, like, a Cruz Azul or an América or, right now, Degas and stuff like that, you know?
0: The the only difference though is the is the news has gone international for the Veracruz part. The only people that really know about Cruz Azul and their drama is like people that listen to Picante and see that that dude Garces on you know, looking looking a fool. So it's pretty, pretty much just the Mexican press and or the Mexican fans and the fans in the US. But this, this Well Vera are you all but
1: telling some Dickies and and it's it's a lot of stuff like this has been going on for so many years in League IMX that, you know, it's it just like nobody really cared or put more attention. The big difference now is social media. Uh-huh. And, and people use this to make memes and then the memes bring more attention to it. And that's, that's, I would say is the difference why a lot of these things are becoming, uh, you know, more international because if you could dig back to Liga MX, uh oh, you, you'll find a lot of stuff like this or worse that's gone on. You know, this is a new, uh, just like Ron said with Cruz Azul, that's been going on for years with, uh, with Garcés, uh, putting a lawsuit on, on, uh, really Alvarez and, you know, stuff like, that. even Chivas like got swept under the rug with the whole, the way the team got taken over by Vergara and some of the former socios, you know, trying to keep the name, trying to trying to keep the club because they didn't they didn't sell their stock.
2: But yeah,
3: and, and like for example, you know, uh, you, you know, you, you have that uh, with Kuri, You know, uh, obviously, you know, he spoke against his players, but let's not pretend that this is not the first time an ownership speaks against their players. Cruz Azul, did it remember? when they rescinded the contracts of basically all their, you know, uh, all the extranjeros. All, yeah. Most of all their extranjeros and stuff like that. And, and if I recall correctly, I think it was Loco Abreu or, or yes, you know, so I think it was Loco Abreu or whatever, basically called out fucking Conejo Perez because he, he basically called him, you know, uh you know, he, he didn't want to reach anything and, and stand in solidarity with, you know, with the rest of his, you know, teammates and stuff like that. And, and uh, Sergio Almaguer at the time, he says, you know what, fuck this, I'm, I'm standing with the rest of my other, you know, my teammates and stuff like that. But not so anyhow. You know, Cruz Azul has done it. Uh, what was it last? Was it? You should know this. Last was it last season or the season before when when uh, when Pumas uh, uh, their their uh,
2: board member, what do you call it? Said jugadores uh, de verdad. he said, you know, some, something along those lines. you remember that? Hello? I don't
1: think Beto. Beto. No. Well, I do know what happened with Chivas. With with um, they hadn't paid them their bonus money at Chivas, Hello. and then you had Mati running the extra cash.
2: Yeah. But you know what? This guy, I, I I think you know what's his name? Atlantis. Uh, one of their owner. What, what's his name? Uh Shit! Not, it's not um Forget his name, it's the one that
3: uh, i'm gonna have, I just can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was uh, one of the guys from Atlante basically once said you know that you know you know everybody thinks that owning a you know a soccer team you know is easy, and you know you have all these you know investors come in and stuff like that, but it's a whole different animal you know as to owning a business and I think it's true because you know you you see all these new ownerships you know or
2: or investors come and go and at that point you kind of have to respect the ones that have been able to do it for a long time you know
3: cuz i i don't think i don't think it's just a question of having a lot of money
2: yeah there there's a there's a there's an
0: element of corruption and bureaucracy. Like if you go down to Mexico, you guys have probably experienced if you try to do some kind of I don't know, like get a driver's license or do some type of paperwork. Man, you could run around in circles taking care of a business like that <laughs> in Mexico. So no, like,
1: that is, yeah, it's it, it's it's
3: a completely different animal. I you mean, you've, I mean, it's like I said, it's it, you know the guy's like he's right. It's not just about having money. It's about it's about basically you know having an entire another t- entire framework an entire system around you that's that's conducive to you know in ensuring that you're able to 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 operate and maintain you know what it what what you know stay competitive amongst all things you know take it but you also the operation of the of the institution you know and i i just think that that's i think that's where uh where the league could could improve
2: is is basically trying to work with, with, um, with um, you know the clubs, and and I, I think this is where, I think this is where. It, it, in an ideal world, it would be nice to have like the league
3: and the federation, you know, in 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 theory, completely separate from one another. You know, where it's not the same players, it's not the same individuals, where you have. A group of players, a group like a, the actual federation that controls, you know, the league, where they are not associated in any way, you know, with the clubs, and and no way can they lose their jobs because, you know, you know, certain or ex ownership group doesn't like ex person working within the federation, you know, where because you know, like right now the way it is is like the eighteen teams, they or the the teams they choose, you know, who really works at the feder, you know, at the federation, but it's like. You, you, at this point, it's like you need that that independent <laughs> organization that is looking out not just for one one team or one faction of teams that you know that that collectively are working against the other, but looking at the entire looking at the big picture. And, and I think you know, League MX needs that. I don't see it ever happening because obviously you know the, the the owners they have their financial interests, you know.
1: But well, they I but, think Bonilla hinted at it, but him mentioning it to it happening
0: is you know, <laughs> What happened, Chiki?
3: And it's funny because, like you know, prior to 1970, dude, the amateur sector controlled. You know, they had 70 percent of the voting power in the, within you know the, uh, the within you know Mexican soccer. You know, prior to the World Cup in 1970. And then, you know, after that, the owner said, you know, F you, my money, you know, kind of reminds me of that scene from the Three Amigos where, uh, Lucky goes, no dough, no show, you know. I, I thought you were going to say a plethora of sweaters. <laughs> no, <it's laughs>
2: like, so yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's really when the money started to, you know, to change the, you know, the, the the game in Mexico, you know.
3: But gentlemen, like I said, it's not that I'm pretending uh, I'm not, you know, pretend, you know, or defending Cody and stuff like that. You know, I just, I just think there's always more to the story, you know. And I, I don't think he's the true villain here. I think there's, there's a lot of uh,
2: things in motion, you know.
3: And and ultimately, I think you know the league needs to do better. Uh, and vetting their, their board members and, you know, all vetting the organizations better and, and stuff like that, you know? I mean, time and time they say, you know, time and time, you know, they say that it's gonna happen, that they, or that they're doing it like after Colibri, you know, that the whole Colibri, you know, scandal. Oh, no, 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 we're, we're, we're setting up a, uh, uh, a committee and, uh, you know, we're gonna verify that, you know, every, every team is, you know, you know, solvent and liquid and stuff like that. And it's like, okay. And then, you know, you realize, you know, okay, Boatas well, is not, and Morelia is not, and, and Veracruz is not, and, and, and stuff like that. So
2: I think they just need to be,
3: you know, be speak, speak consistent with it, not just speak, you know not just address it when there's an issue, but, you know, which, when there's not an issue, maintain it, you know? Because at the end of the day, it makes the league look amateurish and, and, and second-rate.
0: I agree. I guess continuing on, if you guys don't have any other input on this whole Veracruz drama, we can talk a little bit about. The
1: just league. my last, just my last thing on uh, players' union and how I knew it was it was just smoke and mirrors, especially seeing Marquez, um, you know, at the forefront, and and now he's disappeared, you know, yeah. and even other other players. Have stayed quiet over all the known like seleccionados uh, top guys, and that's that's when you know these these things don't have that much sway, that much power.
2: Well, no, they don't.
0: Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice to for the, for to actually not even or state that they weren't going to play, but. So it's uh, continuing on. We can uh, go over a little bit this weekend of uh, Liga MX. I might have to jet out here in a little bit, but Pachuca is tied with uh, Juarez currently. And then the Huilas uh, are playing in the Caxin a little bit. I'm sure Ron is getting ready for and that.
1: And Cruz Azul lost, uh, and it was a big a big defeat for them coming yeah. off of their big win. Uh, and they, I think they are still out of, out of, um, Liguilla, uh, zone. And, and it was, oh man, the portero, he, he, he was really from from Corona. He pretty much gave, gave that, that one goal. And, uh, they lost three to two at home. Uh, I still think they have a chance, but it's been complicated
0: for them.
2: Hey okay, boys, I gotta, I gotta jet. I gotta get ready. All right, Ron.
0: All right, man. Sharpen the knife. Yep, <laughs> careful. Careful with gotta the sheetrock. Go, I
2: got to go, go pick up my telotes, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. mesquitas, you know. you're going to get some mesquitas.
2: Tapico gets no <laughs> get love. It's terrible. Right?
0: Yeah. All right, man. All right, later,
2: Enjoy.
0: Guys. Later. Yeah, that a, that's a tough loss, man. I think they're done, though. I think that sunk them a little bit. We'll see yeah
1: in see santos it. in santos uh cheekies i gotta i gotta admit I was way off on Santos <laughs> they continue to win i I predicted some doom and gloom for them. I said they're not as strong as before, mm-hmm. and uh but they're playing way better so uh you know I have to admit when i'm when I'm wrong, and this one I'm way way wrong uh I don't even want to say my second part that was. Once they get to Ligia they're gonna crash. Just cause I've already, you know, I don't wanna look more bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I think they had a certain yeah. they they didn't have a really tough
1: No, they're kinda of, yeah, and, and but you still you still, gotta, you still gotta you still you still gotta get the results, you know? Yeah. Um and they've been winning convincingly, that's the other part.
2: Yeah, so they're they they uh, they're at the top, and the Caxa is at the top, so between them, them and the Caxa this weekend,
0: we'll, we should see who will take the the first-place spot at the end of this game with America. Um, another thing, I guess, coming up on Sunday is Chivas, your your beloved. Chivas will be playing Monterrey, and we had a quote from Briseño. No, well, not Briseño. Who is it? Uh, Brizuela said that he, wa- he, would, he was willing to stand in unity with Veracruz and not even play the game. I think he brought in his, his teammates as well in that statement. So that should be interesting what comes about that. I think I didn't get to see the beginning of this Pachuca game, but I, I assume the first minute of their game they didn't play. Uh,
2: but that was interesting seeing Brizuela from Chivas say that
0: he was willing to say what that he was willing not to play so that he was willing not to play on sunday
1: not to yeah well was it that you were saying they're gonna she was in solidarity with vera cruz is not gonna play Ligilla?
0: <laughs> no this upcoming game that, that, was, that was a meme huh? <laughs> that was a meme though that's different that's, that's a different thing
1: <laughs> it would have been good if you would have said that though.
0: oh yeah that's that's true
1: anyway, she was could just go along with that she was could just go along with that The league would applaud them. It wouldn't look like a fracaso, because I think they're going on to five. I'm not sure if it's four or five, because I'm I'm trying to block the pain, cheekies. But it might be the fourth or the fifth consecutive season without playoffs for the GOATs. Yeah, that's tough. Um,
2: Yeah, they're down there. uh, They're down there third from last in the league table. And They're playing a tough a
1: tough game against Mon-
2: Monterrey up in the north.
1: Yeah, the Monterrey game is going to be interesting. Uh, both teams had the FIFA break to work because they both have, uh, you know, their new entrenadores, Turco returning to Monterrey, and uh, so we'll see. We'll see how he's able to light a fire with the rayados and then we have let's see what Tena could do with, with Chivas. You know he's had two friendly games. He's had enough time now to to polish up and shake shake up that that defeat they had uh in the clasico. So let's see let's see what happens up uh, for Chivas so they have six games left in the season they have to win five cheekies. Mm-hmm. they have to win five, so I don't know I don't know. it's not impossible, but you know it's the odds are against them,
0: yeah, it's gonna be tough. They do have a couple of games It should be pretty easy but then
1: the yeah, rest, yeah, that's, yeah, it's gonna be it's but gonna be but hard. five in a row it's 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 difficult to see five five straight wins. You you know what I mean? Yeah, correct. Uh, so, I mean, or they would have to be, they would have to be like Rayados uh, and then tie their next game and then four straight wins. But difficult task nonetheless, cheekies.
0: Yeah, they're seven they're points quite behind.
1: Quite difficult.
0: There's, they're seven points behind the eighth place. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very hard, and for Cruz Azul as well. I'm gonna go ahead and call Cruz Azul is done. Chivas you is
1: think they, oh, they're cooked.
0: <laughs> Chivas is Let, probably done.
1: Let's uh,
0: based on their schedule. Well, based on the schedule, that
1: Cruz, who do they have
0: for Cruz Azul? Who, they, who does Cruz? They have Tigres and uh, Universitario okay. this week. Then Leon.
1: Okay, Adler. Tigres.
0: Then Santos. Oh man. And away. Ouch. And then finally they got, uh, sandwich
1: Ouch. That is, yeah God damn. elimination chamber. <laughs> it's hell in the cell for them. Oh man. tables, tables, ladders, and chairs. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude. You know, and a lot of this big shakeup had to do with the whole turmoil going on at Cruz Azul and Pelias leaving. You know, uh, this whole drastic change and uh, man, I feel bad for Sivaldi. Very good coach and keeps going into the wrong, you know, he keeps going into the wrong situations. Uh, he should have never taken that job of Veracruz and he shouldn't have come into Cruz Azul just the way it was. Uh, have you seen this commercial with, it's like, uh, for car insurance? And they're kind of making fun of the scary movies. And you see a group of teenagers and they're running away. And then they're like, where should we go? And then there's like a car. (laughs) And it's like, let's just get in that car and drive away. And then, uh, one of the guys says, no, you're crazy. Let's hide behind those
0: chainsaws.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they could. Yeah, we started with the scary movies. You always have that where
0: they make wrong decisions. uh,
1: They're running away and instead of like keep running, they, don't go and hide somewhere where it's like, you basically made it easier because you're kind of trapping yourself inside. Uh, and then just really quick, there was a pretty brilliant commercial on that. It was a Nike commercial. And this girl's being chased in the woods. Well, you see her running man, and it's just, you see, like, she's getting chased. And there's like this, uh, Jason guy with like, a, and I don't know if he has a chainsaw. So he's like a mix of like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, and Jason and anyways he's like running behind her but then she just keeps running and then you just see him tired. He gets tired of like running behind her holding the chainsaw. <laughs> he, he stops to catch her breath and then the girl you just hear just <laughs> not going. Uh, so that was pretty brilliant. But that's Sivaldi uh, in a nutshell man. He keeps, he's hiding behind the chainsaws again and he's like no, that's that's too bad. He's, I do think he's a really good coach. Um, or has the makings of one just from what we saw and, and that result against America. He did what so many coaches hadn't been able to do. You know, that's, um, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, tonight they had, they went up against Ferreira who had, uh, who just had one of those nights ended up scoring the hat trick. And the big, the big blunder by, by, um, Corona, who then kind of made up for it because he stopped the penalty. But you know what I'ma say with, you know, as far as like the whole Cruz Azul thing, that Garces, Garces, he, he, I think he changed the contracts from the players because Pelias had set it up where he was going to give them some bonus for making next points. And bonus for like, uh, qualifying to Liguilla and, and finishing and next place. And, um, Garces went and said, there's no bonus until you're, you know, until you win a championship or something like that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that Garces dude is bad news, man. He, yeah. he went in thinking, yeah, I, I know what's right. And, he kicked off the dude that in his first season that been Pelayas, managing the club took him to a final and and now his team's falling apart again. So and then you know the road that you paint for them, cheeky, that's not that's a very tough, difficult road. Uh but if they get through if they get through to that, you know, if, if they manage to qualify facing those rivals. Then that's the one team to look out for
2: in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: All right, so I guess finally uh, Pumas is playing León. They're just outside of Ligilla. And then San Luis is playing Querétaro on Sunday as well.
2: So we'll have to see what goes on there. It, that all is up top at the fourth spot. So, yeah.
0: Pachuca and Juarez are still tied. So, I guess that's uh, we can wrap it up. If there's anything else you you have, or.
1: Uh, no, sir. No, sir. That's that's it for now. Um, crazy shenanigans going all over Liga IMX. Let's yeah. see what results, what comes out of that. Uh, definitely once we have Jon back, we'll have more talking points and his take. But yeah, a lot of craziness. Just the last thing since we did talk about Elias leaving Cruz Azul, uh, he was spotted in Guadalajara. He landed, you know,
2: there was a, there was a meeting with
1: with, um, Amaudi, who's the president. And, uh, we're not going to know. We're not going to know because it, it's, it's the root, the league rule. So if you were employed player coach in any, any way, shape, or form to a club, you can't sign to another club until the end of the season or the next, until the next season. So he can't. They can't say, oh yeah, we hired him. They, they would have to wait until the season ends to make it official. But the rumors are that it's, it's very likely that it's going to be Pelias. If not, uh, it could be the return of Nestor, <laughs> Nestor de la Torre. Okay. They know a lot of, a lot of Chi hermanos don't like him. I would say a lot of recent Chi hermanos. Because those that's been following the team long enough, they will know that he's been the, the you know, for the position he had. I, even just as an employee. In the Vergara era, he's, he's been there the longest. He was there six years. And the six years he was there, the team was very competitive. Always in Ligilla and, and, and just, you know, they would win and whatnot, not none of this. Turmoil. So I know Pelias is the he's he's the flavor of the month, but Nestor uh, yeah, is seen. someone that knows that knows what he's doing too.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Pelias over there. That would be good. Just seems uh...
1: it would be good. And but you know, and I have to agree. This one guy from ESPN said it's a bad move on your part, and he's getting a lot of hate. But I, you know, part of me has to agree with that. Because Chivas has a long history of just firing, firing, uh, you know, their, their GMs or their vice presidents and whatnot. And there's a long list. Again, Nestor is the only one that's been able to stay six years. The majority, they end up leaving or getting sacked at like the two year mark. Right. And then that's it. And there's been big names there from Kreutz to Lebrija. LeBriga, of course, was the architect of the Toluca with Cardoso Then it was very dominant, you know, at one point. So, I mean, he's Chivas, man. Chivas don't care. They'll, they'll, they'll get rid of you. Just Vergara all of a sudden wakes up and he gets a brilliant idea. He'll, he'll sack you, man.
0: I think so you we'll see. To, you need to pick and choose your opportunities, like like what you were saying with Steve you can't just go and dive it's in. Good. You can't go he's and dive in stuff. He, it, yeah. he has to put in his conditions, and if they don't well, he comply, is. then he can just get on in. out of there. And if they do comply, where he's going to, you know, he's, he has his conditions to set him up for success, then take well, it. But if not, then you got to get but out
1: that of there. what No, you're right, Chicky. but that's the thing as well. Um, because these, you not even like, Kreuth was there, remember? Johan Kreuth.
2: Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, they charge a lot of money. So if you sack him, if you just don't let them complete it, they get a big payday. And that's that's the thing with Chivas where they've lost a lot of money. Well, They'll just start, you yeah. know, yeah, sacking people like like the, the 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 word is that they're still paying Matias. He's still getting monthly checks, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm not uh, I'm not I'm, talking about just the money though. I'm talking about like your like if you're supposed to control things. Like, like, how yeah. is it with how is, how is how are they going to sack that dude and bring in some other guy without Pelais knowing? And then Garces is saying, like, it, it's not his job, like, it's our job to do stuff and it's not his oh, job, well job to know.
1: Well, that's, like that's because, yeah, no, that's because, uh, Garces and I think it was Alfredo, because there's two Alvarez, Billy and, yeah, and those guys weren't, weren't like involved. And then because of things happening with the cooperativa, so the cooperativa is like, I guess, uh, is what runs the Cemento Azul, the, the main business. So, and, and then they're the ones that started the club. So they're, that's why they're connected. So, there's some shenanigans going on with the cooperativa, and then they just decided to, they had been leaving the club alone, but I think, you know, shit got real, so then they went and it's like, okay, well, we're gonna start messing with the club too. And so you got all this stuff going on, but it's, it's a giant mess, man. It's, it's yeah. so much stuff going on. So the other thing, because of Pelayas, supposedly Monterrey is also interested in him and they already have the coach he wanted for Cruz Azul, that being Turco. And I do think at a club like Monterrey, he would have, I just think it's easy, man. It'll, you know, he would have a better time of of doing what he needs to do. Yeah.
2: All right. We'll see what happens
0: over there with Pelais Chivas. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: well, hopefully everything gets worked out with Veracruz and their players and they get some money. I believe I heard some other players had to like move out of there. <laughs> they got like evicted or something. They had to move out of their apartments because yeah. they didn't have money. That's, that's some messed up rumors for us, a professional they- soccer player.
1: They had their plush apartments, cheekies. Yeah. Maybe they were living in fancy five-star yeah. hotels. Missing now they're point. at the Motel 5 <laughs> where you got to go get iced, you know.
0: <laughs> the uh,
1: ice is on the side in the, the, in the machina.
0: The landlord's like get knocking a bucket. The Where's your rent? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're hiding. been in the bathroom, like happiness. <laughs> what was that movie with uh, Will Smith?
0: Uh-oh. Pursuit
1: of Happiness.
0: Yeah. I was and he was Spi- himself
1: in the bathroom. I
0: was thinking of Spider Man. Huh? I was thinking of Spider Man. Spider Man? No, the old, no, old Spider Man. Uh, the Toby McGuire
1: Spider Man. The, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? I the guy, I was
0: like, rent. <laughs> the rent.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Ouch. But you know what? It, it's a bit exaggerated. These guys have money. They're making it seem like they're, they're um, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. These guys have money, man. If if, if they squandered it on, on fancy cars and women, booze and drugs, then that's something else. Yeah. But these players shouldn't be in a position where it's like, oh, I just got kicked out because my check didn't clear. It's it's exaggerated. I don't buy it for the first division players. A lot of those guys are pretty set. A couple of them. I know uh, Angel Reyna is. Yeah. You know, he got a lot of money in Chivas. Guy was getting paid about two million a season and Chivas was trying to get rid of him and no one would take him. By <laughs> um salary. So I'm like, really this guy? I don't think this guy is is getting kicked out on the curb. Uh but for like the youth players, then yeah, those guys are those guys are having a tough time out of it, but that's the case with a lot of them in Mexico. A lot of the youth players, youth teams they don't get that much money, and it's yeah. just so many it's hundreds of them you don't really you don't really get the money until you make it like to the first team, you know, yeah, he- so you have to be a dude that's just starting like it's like your first year
0: yeah he mentioned the u seventeens the u twenties and I guess Saucido,
1: yeah those
0: guys, yeah. Mentioned no but, but, feminine but has
1: lacking fem- yeah femenil, femenil as well, yeah the feminine that one is yeah that one I will, but that one, yeah, they're the one suffering uh with the understanding on twenty that's that is messed up, yeah, they don't get that much money, but a lot of those guys aren't gonna make it, yeah, it's just so difficult. Uh there's hundreds and hundreds. You're never going to hear a lot of those players. Some of them might end up getting one or two games, and then you never see them again.
0: All right. Well, thanks for coming on, when discussing all the drama. Oh,
1: yes. And,
0: yes. Uh, yeah, this has been episode tw- 220. Yeah, like you mentioned, hopefully next week we can get some more panelists. Uh, uh John... On Jaime and the rest of the guys to discuss more of what's going on. Uh, we still have some more games over this weekend to see if the solidarity continues. And thanks everyone for listening. We had a few on the chat. Shout out to him and some other viewers that were listening. We will see you guys next time. This has been. Episode 220 of the Cantina MX podcast. You guys, have a good evening.